Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Abracadabra video podcast. friends. It's been a while. I think it's probably been about eight or nine months since I put together a video and posted on YouTube. It's uh, been a wild ride for sure. Um, this format of a video podcast has been in the making for, uh, it's been on my mind to create for probably about two years. And uh, the, the one of the things that I ran into with uh, videos is that, you know, it have, I'm sure for those of you that have seen my videos, it, uh, I tried to keep them within, you know, 15, 20 minutes and so on. I would have notes, try to categorize the information so it all flows, but also keep it short. I mean, that's one of the biggest things about YouTube videos is, is to keep them short, therefore to keep people's attention and um, be able to get the message out in a short period of time. The thing that I ran into with doing YouTube videos is... I always felt rushed, and a lot of times the information would not really flow very easily because I was basically trying to making sure that I was getting out the main points that I had, you know, written down or tried to put together in advance. And so I was really not able to really allow the information to really just flow freely and um, that was the one of the biggest things that I used to run into all the time with the YouTube videos so this uh, new format for those of you that don't know what a video podcast is it combines uh, the actual video of course for those of you that are seeing me with your eyes through say YouTube and then it also combines podcast feature, which means that this recording is going to be available through uh, different podcast channels, such as Spotify and, say, Apple. Therefore, you'll be able to listen to these episodes through those channels. And the other thing is, is that a podcast is usually a longer duration so these are going to be anywhere from 45 minutes to even an hour and a half long and therefore we can just really dive into different topics 
and just allow the information to flow without, say, any type of constriction on time. And one of the things that I really ran into when, you know, putting all this together and doing the research and how to say, uh, put together this project of, you know, the equipment needed and the software needed and so on. It was one thing leading to another. So first of all, first of all, um, for those of you that are interested in this type of uh, setup, I've done quite a bit of research. And what I went with was um, I'm running my and, – and for those of you that are interested in getting the details of this exact, say, uh, equipment, you can always just post in the comment section or you can email me if you wish. I can email you the, these, but I'll just go through them quickly. Um, for those of you that might want to start researching and, and or do your own video podcast. First of all, you got to have a computer that is fast enough. Um, and I just got this new MacBook Pro. Um, it's going to be able to process video. And that's one of the biggest things with video. If the file sizes are so big, you got to have a fast computer. That's number one in order to process it. I'm running the video through a Sony um, ZV-1, it's called, and that is directly wired into what's called a cam link that processes the video. It sends it directly into the computer. The camera is directly wired so it is has continuous power. For the audio, I'm running the Rodecaster Pro. Um, there's a lot of different reasons why I got that specific um, piece of equipment. It makes things so much easier on, on the audio side and, and streaming and doing all kinds of stuff. That's going into what's called a cloud lifter that boosts the audio signal, goes straight into the computer also. Um, the mic is a podcast um, podcast mic, roadcast podcast mic. Um, and for the software, I'm using Riverside FM, and that processes the, the video the audio, puts it all together in a format um, that will allow for uh, – it basically condenses everything and then makes it easy to then share afterwards. So a lot of this information might be boring to some of you, but it's probably the only time I'm going to share this information. So um, you know, take it of, take it of what you want. Um, the Riverside FM – software is really awesome because of the the actual uh, quality of the video and the quality of the audio um, it does not depend on your Wi-Fi signal so which is really cool because when 
in the future, there's a couple of different things that I'm with, with this setup that I had in mind. And one of that is to do guests and to have guests on for these episodes. So we'll be able to talk and um, we'll be able to do live events, um, meditations, all kinds of different things. And the information and the video and the audio will be coming through at a very high quality. So um, that's the technical aspect of all of this, this setup. Um, and took quite a bit of testing, uh, you know, to put all this together, a lot of messing around. Um, the other night I was, you know, just basically sitting here drinking uh, a few beers and just did test after test and put it all out. So that's the, the background regarding what a video podcast is, what it, uh, what it entails. Um, and so let's go into word and the reason why I named this the abracadabra video podcast. So even though I'll be posting these videos in the video format on YouTube, as I mentioned, the on other channels such as the podcast audio-only version will be available on Spotify, um, Apple, and, and then also I'm going to post the video format on um, Odyssey. It's a basically an option and a variation that you can call sort of like YouTube, but it's not a um, – it's built on blockchain, which is a whole other topic, but there's no – there are not going to be any restrictions on that platform, and all the video and so on will be there also to say if we get into a topic in a future episode – that gets banned on YouTube, it's going to automatically be available on, you know, these other channels. So it's going to be, you know, out in a lot of different ways. So the abracadabra getting into on those other channels, you know, the, the name is not going to be my name. It's going to be Abra the abracadabra video podcast. And so when I was putting out to say my multidimensional self, what, what, uh, what should I name this project and, and so on, the abracadabra really just came through clearly. And when I looked into the, say, the uh, – the background of what abracadabra really means, the word abracadabra. There's, it brought up all kinds of uh, information. Of course, some people, when they hear the word abracadabra, they're thinking some kind of illusionary magic trick or some kind of magic, you know, that uh, they've seen or, you know, abracadabra, you know. 
But really, it has a lot of different uh, meanings. And the, I I would guess the, for me, and uh, the main background that uh, resonates with the reason why I chose the word abracadabra is many, many, many years ago, a long, long time ago. The word abracadabra used to be a, a healing word. People used to say it, and when, and it actually assisted with healing, self-healing. And uh, when they connected into the actual energy of the word abracadabra. And, but throughout time, people actually took it on as a belief. You know, they, they believed that the word they sort of lost touch with the actual connection of the actual energy behind the word, and they sort of went into the belief of it, which then, of course, distorts the energy and and so on. So that is that's the one big part. And if you really feel or say uh, listen to the actual abracadabra. Sort of like how, um, you know, you have Om Namah Shivaya, uh, you have Shambhala, you have Abracadabra. And so it's not, I'm not necessarily promoting this to tap into it for a healing word, um, but I'm just trying to share some background of the actual word and it's say its history and what it's been used for so regarding these video podcasts um i'm going to focus on say the main reason for using this is i create when i speak basically And that's what abracadabra um, means, is that I create when I speak. And I'm not talking, you know, for those of you that have not been, you know, around, say, personal transformation or if uh, not, say, been to a new paradigm, multidimensional transformation workshop, I'm just... it's a matter of, you know, more, a lot of the topics that we're going to be getting into in future episodes has to do with self-mastery. And one of the first, say, things that we start doing when we're stepping more into our levels of our self-mastery is becoming more aware of our own power. And so... Abracadabra means to me, and what I'll be expressing and sharing through this channel is the actual, you know, is how we create when we speak. And so when I say abracadabra, that is, I create what I speak. And the same as it for everyone 
we are creating every single time we speak. We're creating even when we're thinking. We don't even have to speak it. It's still holding energy. It's still creating. And we're stepping more into that um, realization as a collective, even though it's definitely a slow process at times. Um, it definitely feels like it uh, a lot of times. But say, you know, the expansion of consciousness and awareness of what we are creating on an individual level and a collective level is really, you know, that's what it comes back to is, is I or say we create, we're creating 100% of the time, like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, you know, it's beyond the calendar. We're creating all the time. So what are we creating? What are we focusing on? And, you know, what are we wishing to create? So what, you know, that's really goes into everything that this is about and this, this project of putting together this, the abracadabra video podcast is, you know, that's my plan is to really just be able to have an avenue or a channel to be able to share freely um, all kinds of information um, related to, you know, it, this this whole evolution and, you know, our us stepping more into our, say, self-awareness, self-mastery, and you know, the people that are around the world that are involved in this, uh, you know, our transformation and um, being able to share that information um, and get it out it and have an avenue for people to share and be involved with, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, really know where is this, where this is going to go. So... My plan as far as um, I'm going to do, it's uh, my best in putting out uh, one of these uh, on a weekly basis. And um, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure there, I'm, it's going, I'm going to have to create a new um, schedule for myself in order to really get this uh, in a flow of a pattern. Um, so putting these things out on a weekly basis, and that's one also the reasons why I chose the equipment, um, needed. So therefore it makes it easier to turn them, you know, being able to actually do the video, process it, and then share it through all the channels and YouTube and, and so on, you know, Years ago when I used to only really share through blog posts on my website, if, you know, for some of you, you might not have known it, even a blog post, um, sometimes, you know, used to take me a couple days of being able to write it, uh, review it, add to it before I would put it out. Sometimes it would take a couple days 
The same thing goes for the um, videos that I shared on on YouTube. A lot of times they, you know, it would take, by the time I, I shot the video, uh, then I would edit the video, then have to upload the video and and everything else. A lot of times that, that took, you know, several hours, you know, even either a whole you know, afternoon or a couple of days to basically be able to process it and then put it out. So it's a lot of time intensive stuff and the equipment and the software um, really plays a role in how you can really turn these things to be able to put them out in the shortest period of time. So uh, let's see, that's the, the background of abracadabra and uh you know what um format so let's um let's see here what's next on the thing here i'm i'm leaving it up to my i i, I made it a, a a point not to create any notes for this just a free flow and that's the point of uh doing these longer uh say duration episodes so i guess the the next thing is is really uh let's look look back at uh you know these last few years has been one heck of an adventure for us all and uh with the change taking place and all the and all the different ways but um I would say that the one of the things that I've done in the last, say, since the beginning of the year, probably since my last YouTube video, is I've really just focused on, you know, simplifying, simplifying um, what I was doing on a daily basis, of trying to, you know, simplify my life in different ways. Um, started focusing on eating differently, um, going to the gym more often, just really focusing on the simplicity of my own health, um, which has really assisted with my, say, clarity and, um, you know, we get with the amount of change and different things going on in the world, you know, it's easy for our mind to get caught up in the say the uh drama and for those of us that are very say empathic or we could feel or sense you know energy um it's you know the last year couple years has been really um a in some ways you know overwhelming for a lot of people it, you know, we've had to make adjustments uh, of how we're processing the information and change that is currently taking place. So for me, what has assisted greatly is, just like I mentioned, is changing up uh, my eating patterns, what I was eating, um, you know, testing and going to gym, yoga, 
those are the things that really, you know, along with, say, focusing on my, you know, 3D, the pattern that I was working my 3D job. And for those of you that don't know, um, one of the main things that I've done in the last couple of years has been delivery, just delivering all kinds of things like food and products and everything else, like an independent delivery, uh, independent contractor, basically, in the, you know, to be able to deliver stuff. It's really, uh, for me, you know, regarding any type of 3D job is, is the flexibility. And that's the reason why I've been working for myself in one way or another for the last, say, 20 years in one thing or another, either doing, you know, web design or all kinds of just contractor or independent contractor and so on. So this delivery, you know, even the, the delivery business has been really booming, of course, in the last couple of years with all the COVID stuff. Um, and so it's, it's been very nice to be able to, you know, when you create your own hours and, and you can work as much as you want or a little less than you want, it's, it's really been nice for me. And uh, as I was talking about simplicity, being able to have that flexibility and being able to get into a pattern, simplify the daily process of what we got going on and what we have, you know, in front of us right now. And how are we basically handling what we have in front of us, like right now? So the sort of like the last, you know, eight or nine months, it's really been, in a way, sort of. Uh, I felt like, in a way, sort of um, a little like gone into hibernation, or just really being able to simplify what's been going on in my life and being able to say, I guess, prioritize what I'm focusing on on a daily basis and then being able to keep putting, you know, one foot in front of the other, create a pattern of simplicity and say, harmony and balance in the midst of the chaos in the uh you know it's chaos in some ways in the in the world that's around so um as it is right now it's uh you know i would have to say taking that time and you know to really simplify and streamline your, you know, a daily life in a way that is uh, where you're not having, a, say, a roller coaster of, you know, there's, and then and I know there's a lot of people out there that are experiencing a major roller coaster these days with their, all the stuff that's going on. So simplifying and really streamlining your daily process for me personally, has been really beneficial. It's um, 
been, uh, so when I'm uh, going through, I can pick up that I'm starting to say, ah, oh, too many times. That's the thing about doing these videos and so on. When you watch them again and all the filler words that you use, you really become aware of the filler words that we use when talking. It's uh, amazing how we get, you know, where we are and as not only individuals and what we have in front of us, like in the now, but as a collective. And um, one of the things that was, say, uh, getting caught up to last, say, this last year. And one of the things that was that I wanted to share in this video video podcast, I got to get used to saying that, is towards the end of 2020, you know, when Trump was still in office and so on, and there was so much outrage and hate being shared regarding, you know, Trump and everything, and I was really on Facebook, for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook, um, you know, I was really pointing out the hate uh, being expressed through, you know, different avenues, Facebook and so on, regarding Trump. And, um, you know, I pointed out, and it was really amazing that the same, you know, and I made this point before, is that the same people that in previous years might have said end hate, you know, um, end hate in all of its forms and really, you know, shared and talked about ending hate in, in many different ways were the same ones that were expressing hate and radiating the energy of hate uh, towards Trump and in, in for all different reasons. And when the, the wild thing was, was when I was pointing these things out, is that this, the people were sort of defending then their hate. And which is, which, which to me was really wild. And to see, to see it basically manifest, to see the expression. And those of us that are, say, energetically sensitive, say, you know, more, you could say empathic, or it's, it's easier to sense and feel, you know, energy. So when this was, you know, that hate was radiating out within the collective, it was sort of like, wow, you know, it was, we were able to sense and feel that to a greater degree. And um, looking back now, I think that's the reason why I was so outspoken because I was like, man, this is, this is some crazy shit going on here. 
um, it wasn't necessarily to defend Trump, um, the reason why I was basically speaking out. I was just basically pointing out the actual hate, the energy of hate being expressed and radiating within the collective at that time. And the, you know, for the, just backing up regarding the, you know, the actual talking about hate, hate in itself, all forms of hate derive and or is created from fear. Um, no matter what it is, you know, hate, every single form of hate that exists originates out of fear. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. And, you know, I've, I have even said, you know, uh, not necessarily moving on from, say, the example of the hate being expressed uh, and centered around Trump, just moving on beyond that is, you know, I've spoken and or, say, made comments to people uh, regarding, say, hate that they might express and or radiate. And I've said, you know, you know, refer basically there's nothing to be fearful of. And they'll actually say, well, I'm, I'm not fearful of anything. But at the same time, they're radiating hate. They're not even basically, you know, at that point, not even aware of your the origin of where hate originates from. And, you know, hate in itself is the same. It's the same energy coming from the same place. It doesn't matter where or how or, you know, the topic that it's related to. You know, the same hate that originates from, say, ISIS, um, you know, the group ISIS around the world that, you know, for whatever reason, one form or another, you know, is directed towards, say, the people of the United States or um, – and so on. It, hate is hate. And I think that the, the whole – you know, if there was – we are given – opportunities and and one thing that I remember sharing over and over again when Trump was was still in office and all this hate was being expressed towards him I remember sharing on Facebook saying this is an opportunity it's the opportunity to basically choose you know to to not choose hate to actually do what you um have been speaking, you know, live, you're, you're, you're making a choice right now, you know, um, to do what you actually been saying you believe for however many years to actually ch make that choice now, um, say to not actually be expressing the, uh, hate in your life. And, uh, and so the, the actual, origin of it doesn't matter you know it 
the whole, uh, say, the topic of Trump, just going back to that as an example, is was a great opportunity to share and and to actually the uh, the mirror what actually people were holding on to well before Trump even got into office. You know, the illusion that people were saying, you know, years, years before that, you know, end hate. You know, we believe in this or we believe in that and we we need to end hate in all of its forms. But there was so much fear still being, say, embodied that as soon as that fear was sparked or triggered, you know, it went straight into the anger and hate. So the actual, you know, the presence, I think, that, you know, there's a, there's a video out there, you know, was Trump or is Trump a light worker? Um, in a way, you know, we're all playing these different roles. And the, the key that I'm trying to point out here is every single person in our lives and every single person in, in all different types of roles in this reality right now is you know it might be flaring or triggering different aspects or levels that is still being majorly held on to and it gives us the opportunity to see that because it basically throws up the like a mirror and allows the opportunity to say this is what we're holding on to and it gives us the opportunity to basically change and release what we're holding on to. So now that we're pretty much, you know, about a year past, you know, when Trump is, is no longer in office, even though there's still a lot of people holding, uh, you know, resentment and anger and hate towards Trump, it's really calmed down. Um, but again, it's given the opportunity to see what people are holding on to. And so it's going back to the thing of, is Trump a light worker? Um, I would have to say that the, the, the presence of him being in the position that he was, was perfect. It was perfect for our, there are people probably going to be shaking their head right now and probably, um, you know, calling me a Trump supporter and all this other stuff um, when I'm not, it's basically, it's, it's, I'm really not on any side regarding any of that. Um, but the, the crazy thing is he was perfect for that particular time, that particular situation, and for our collective evolution and change as a, as a collective. He, he basically is playing a role perfectly. Um, and, and the same thing for anything that happens and, uh, in the future regarding uh, his involvement in, in, in things. It, again, is it, I see it that it's, a, uh, it's perfect, you know. 
when the more that we're able to say step back, release the judgment from what is currently playing out and who is playing the roles, the more that we're actually able to see the game for what it is. And, um, you know, I'm, when I say the game, I'm talking about our collective game and the game that is currently playing out. Um, when I'm talking about self-mastery and, uh, you know, and so on, it's becoming aware of what we're creating, you know, as that, you know, abracadabra is, I create what I speak, you know, it's, it's multidimensional and, you know, our collective existence is multidimensional. The more that we're able to say, relax, um, our perceptions and observe what we have going on, allow to say to release the judgments, the the fear, and all these other things. We're able to see, you know, the game for what it is. The the other interesting when reflecting on this last year or so, I'll share some other examples. One of them was I was uh, sharing on a particular Facebook. Uh, it was a Facebook community. And, I, you know, the other thing on Facebook that I've been very outspoken about is free will, honoring free will, respect and honor free will. And um, the, the, the one person that uh, I had a conversation with, we'll call it a conversation, um, I was just saying, you know, honor, you know, release judgment, stop imposing what you believe on other people and just respect and honor people's free will. That's the only, that's how we're going to move into more unity where a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'm for unity. Um, but at the same time, I'm going to pose impose my beliefs on you, and, and you should do this because this is what I believe. And um, where I was outspoken and said, you know, release your judgment, release, you know, these these perceptions that you're, projecting onto these other people. And so I tried to do it in a way, you know, I was testing um, different ways to be able to say, communicate, and, and I've tried all kinds of different, say, variables of saying, um, uh, from different angles, seeing if what worked, did, what didn't work. And in this particular situation, um, I was trying a new method and, uh, the, the person basically was, you know, I was saying release the judgment, but the person again, sort of like I used the example of, uh, you know, the people that were defending their hate against Trump, this person basically was defending their judgment, um, kept saying, well, I'm actually a very good judge of character. Um, but I, I played with the with the through the communication 
is that I was I was testing out things and pointed out that basically their judgments were not very spot on for what I was basically uh, sharing. And, um, you know, I through the actual communication that we were doing, it their their eight their anger and their hate just was overflowing. It was just majorly, majorly overflowing. It sort of like triggered their their level of anger and hate. And you know, going back to the original if you really look at that, I, what I was expressing was in order for us to unify, we must respect and honor each other's free will. It's that simple. But out of that, you know, if you really think about that, that's all I was basically sharing. We must honor and respect each other's free will. No matter the topic, no matter the situation, it's that simple. And that person just totally lost it. No matter what I basically said or did, they were so, they went down, they were so entrenched and radiating in that space of anger and hate. You know, they were, the person was basically then started categorizing me as, you know, a, uh, a Trump supporter when I never, uh, never even said anything about Trump in the conversation. Um, and it, it's just totally crazy. Um, so let's, let's go, here's another wild experience that I actually had, um, this year that relates to this topic. Um, I was in a restaurant um, and picking up some food. And the, uh, I'm saying ah so many times, it's crazy. Um, I was in this situation at the end of the counter and there was probably about eight or ten people standing there waiting for their food also. And in this particular restaurant in 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 town, they you know, face masks are required. Basically to be in there, you you have to have a face mask. And um this one person came in to get a uh, an order that didn't have a face mask and i was just standing off to the side and there was this big i'm another reason why i'm going to use this just to set the scene there was this big big guy he was like over six foot tall um well over 300 pounds he, he was just a really really big guy and when the person came in to pick up their food, didn't have a mask, one of the restaurant um, workers basically said, you know, sir, um, what is your name? If you don't mind stepping outside, I'll bring the food to you. Uh, since you don't have a mask on, you can't stay in here, but what is your name? 
if you can step outside. And so when the guy turned around to leave, this big guy um, basically said to him, yeah, get out of here. I hope you die. And, I mean, basically didn't know this person. All the person was that had the mask didn't have a mask on. Basically was just coming in there to pick their food up. The only thing is they just didn't have a mask on. And this 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 person, this big big guy, um, basically just said, "I hope you die," but simply because he didn't have a mask on. So the guy that basically didn't have the mask walked out the door, and you know didn't see anything, just walked out the door. And I'm standing there, I'm looking at this guy that um, just said this, and. You know, it just, it was just so, uh, just sort of stunned me, you know, just to be able to witness that. And I said to the guy, um, you know, that's not cool. You know, that wasn't cool, man. You know, uh, we all have the choice to basically wear one or not to wear one. You know, he left without saying anything. You know, what was the big deal? And the guy, uh, the big guy, I'm going to refer him to just the big guy, um, basically said, well, you know, I, I don't know exactly, remember exactly what he said, but he's like, you know, uh, he referred to it basically he, for his own safety. You know, it referred to it basically his own safety. And then I said, well, you know, you're wearing a a cloth mask, you know, the virus can go right through that cloth mask. You're the only one that's going to really stop a virus is, is, you know, an N95 mask or, or equivalent. And, you know, the cloth mask is, is really just to knock down the water droplets. It's not for protection. It, unless, of course, you're wearing about three or four of them maybe, then it might add a layer of protection. But the cloth masks are, are not for protection. And he didn't like that at all. <laughs> he did not like that. Um, and so he then really just uh, started going off and um, – I'm, I'm, you know, he was a younger person. I could tell. I'm going to guess he's probably around 25 years old. And he just really uh, just started going on me at that point. You know, I'm, I'm wearing a mask, uh, you know, basically to get around and do and work and do different things. You pretty much have to uh, wear one in, in these places. And um, even though I was wearing a mask, then he started categorizing me, uh, even though I didn't say a thing about politics. I didn't say nothing about politics. I was just basically speaking up because the guy was totally out of line saying, you wish somebody would die simply because they weren't wearing a mask. Um, the guy was... 
radiating so much hate. And I was probably about five to six feet away from him. It, it totally sort of put me on tilt. Um, it takes over the years, you know, I've been, con- I've conditioned myself in different situations and been in a lot of different situations. So it takes a lot for, for me to really get on tilt these, you know, currently now. And what I mean by tilt is, um, trigger to trigger me, you know, and, while it was happening, I was like, wow, I am, I remember my hand starting to shake, and I was just like, it was almost like I was in, it It, it was like, um, I don't know, the only, it, it was just a really wild experience. I, I don't, the images that is coming to me right now is, it's almost like, and, and I'm, I'm only using this as an example because there's, you know, that's basically all all we have here is is words to describe the scenarios. But it's almost like the body uh, within our body, and if you have a like a cancer cell and you have a white blood cell, it's 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 an it's basically just what it is, and. The, the only thing that really came to me through that whole example is is that guy spurred me, and I sort of went off the deep end myself, and basically um, before the conversation was ended, I ended up telling the guy that somebody was going to shove his mask up his ass, uh, which didn't lead to, you know, uh, didn't calm down the situation very much, um, <laughs> as you can imagine. And um, I was really trying to concentrate and really trying to focus what I was saying from there. And before when I was getting ready to leave, the main thing that I was I, I got to basically say to the person was, have a nice day with all of your hate and anger. And And the guys basically said, I... I can't or I won't be happy until all of Trump supporters are dead. And I was just basically, I was out the door basically at that point. And it just really, like, I was like, man, that was freaking crazy. Um, basically insane in a lot of different ways. Uh um that the conversation went from somebody just didn't have a mask on to the guy saying that basically he hopes a large percentage of the population is is uh dies you know that level of hate is you know it's 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 majorly toxic it's it's uh you know, it's the same that I was describing. You know, I'm not just basically pointing the finger or saying, describing everyone that opposes Trump. I, I'm using these examples to basically show examples 
of how hate um, exists. And, you know, I am actually thankful for the experience that I had with that guy in that restaurant. It really showed me, you know, um, for any kind of situation that puts me in a situation where I'm not normally, I now look at it as a sort of like a, a gift or, and so on. You know, even though at the time you're like, you know, freaking out with my hand was shaking. I damn told, told a dude to sh somebody, not me, but somebody's going to shove a mask up his ass. Um, you know, uh, it, it was a, it was an opportunity for me to see what I was still holding on to. And, um, it, you know, to be able to basically relax to a greater degree in future situations to be even say even calmer and more observant of my own say interaction in these situations to be able to still say in harmony and balance and in the midst of that degree of imbalance i will just we'll just use that word and so i'm thankful that i was in that situation even though it was crazy uh but the – so hate doesn't necessarily – you know, hate is hate, as I mentioned. And to see where – what we're holding on to that actually allows hate to grow out of it, you know, that, that degree of fear that we are holding on to that allows – the anger and the hate to manifest out of the origins, the actual, say, the dirt of and what's within the dirt that we're holding on to that allows those things to grow out of. Um, and no matter if you are a, you know, since we're talking and I've used the references of Trump whatever you're a Trump supporter or not a Trump supporter on both sides of all the sides, there's still hate, you know, exists. So it's not a matter of uh, a side of one side or the other side or, you know, um, you know, I was at the same time over this last year, I've been freaking accused. Uh, I'll give set the scene up just shortly. I'm trying to look and see how long we're all, almost an hour right now, which, which is wild that we I've been talking for an hour, um, but I'm thankful for these new setup that I actually can do this now and just allow things to flow. But regarding this other scenario, um, I'll try to keep it short. Is I was talking about releasing, you know. Uh, words say of our separation releasing separation the releasing classifications of color and um i was i was actually referred to as you know that is uh racist because we're not creating or we're not holding on to 
you know, my reference of releasing classifications of different forms of color actually is racist. And um, so over this last year and a half, uh, in a lot of different ways, it, it, it is – I've had people referring to me as not only a uh, racist but a Trump supporter um, simply because I'm talking about honoring and respecting people's free will to, you know, uh, it has been all kinds of wild experiences. And I'm sure that a lot of you that have been listening here have been in the same situations. But the, uh, I would have to say the main thing that I found to be beneficial in all of these situations is, and in my message to everyone, is to just see these as opportunities. See every single occurrence and experience we are having as opportunity to release more of what we're holding on to. View every single situation of that. We all these different situations as opportunities to continue to refine yourself, your perceptions, what you're holding on to. If you're holding on to beliefs, release them. And just allow yourself to be the observer without judgment of all these different situations to stand in your power for the when you're observing this complete illusion of wild wild and craziness that is going on is the more that we release uh, the fear, the hate, the perceptions, the beliefs, and so on, we're able to, to observe all this craziness that is currently taking place and, and be the observer of it. But at the same time, we're, we're be, the more of the observer that we are being in all these this wild and crazy situation that we are currently living through. The in a way we're stepping out of basically the energetics of the wild and craziness. We are basically stepping out of the that realm um, and energetic on an energetic uh, standpoint. We're not necessarily really being. Um, say affected by the wild and craziness it's not throwing us you know we're not necessarily say feeling it we're not necessarily living it and so on so i guess that's the 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 main key for for this this sharing of this all these different examples is to continually observe to continually refine or, or define uh, your or refine your perspectives of every single thing that you're coming in contact with these days. Uh, 
as everything continues to accelerate, these these opportunities continue to basically be revealed for us to to refine the levels of ourself. And as we do, we're we're we are able to perceive and observe without attachment. I guess that's the the main uh, without attachment to the wild and craziness. So I guess that's the uh, that's that's really it, you know. Um, that is the the main message that you know I'm sharing here in this episode. So I think I'm just going to wrap it up at this point. I hope that you enjoyed. For those of you that are still hearing my voice, that means you know I really do appreciate you. Um, watching and or listening to what I've got to say. Uh, post a, you know, if you have any comments or questions or anything, you can post those in the comments of, of the video or the podcast. I'm going to do my best to keep up with these questions and comments. And anything you would like to share or say, you know, put that in there. Um, the, it might take a few of these to really get in the flow of things. I look forward to having some people on to talk to about different topics and, and so on in the future regarding these video podcasts. And, um, hope you've enjoyed this first episode of the Abra Cadabra video podcast and I guess I will see you in the next one peace out my friends <laughs>